Hey guys, welcome back to SoundHub. I'm your host, Drew Pearson, and today's episode is going to catch all of you up on the tech news from this month. I think I'm going to do one of these recap episodes per month. We'll see how it goes. Anyways, is your March Madness bracket busted yet? Mine is, thanks to Virginia losing and the rise of Loyola, Chicago. But I have Michigan and Villanova in the final, so go blue. Well, the biggest news right now is the Facebook data grab initiated by the infamous data mining firm Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica is best known for being hired by the Trump campaign because it offered tools that could identify the personalities of American voters and influence their behavior. That is the product they offer. Uh, What kind of information was collected? Apparently, they have data on 50 million American users, including details on their identities, friend networks, and likes. Facebook said no passwords or sensitive info has been taken, but Cambridge may have access to your location data. Evidence of call and text scraping has also been found on Android devices. So far, Apple's privacy settings seem to have left iPhones safe. But if you ever wondered how Facebook advertises an item or service to you, Minutes after you just talked about it in a call, well, that's probably why. Facebook stock has been tanking as a result of this story. They lost $100 billion, and the normally reclusive Mark Zuckerberg has had to comment to the media. UK authorities have already raided the London offices of Cambridge to collect records and servers to investigate the extent of this breach. I'm sure you'll be seeing more of this story in the news as developments continue to unfold. If this situation has made you think twice about using Facebook, here are some tips that may help you. You can turn off third-party access and data collection by turning off what's called Facebook Platform in the settings. Or if you just want to deactivate your Facebook account temporarily, uh, you can also do this pretty easily in the settings. And when you're ready to start sharing stuff again, uh, you have the option to reactivate it uh, whenever you feel comfortable. Uh, Second up in March news is the education event that Apple just held. As expected, they revealed an update to their lower-end iPad, which keeps its 329 price point, but it now supports the use of the Apple Pencil. This is exciting because this has been one of the defining differences between the normal iPad and the larger, more expensive iPad Pros. They also partnered with Logitech to offer a $49 alternative to the normal Apple Pencil uh, in keeping with their student-friendly offerings. They also announced that they will be selling the very good-looking Space Gray keyboard, mouse, and trackpad as standalone accessories. These previously just came packaged with the expensive iMac Pro. 
But this event didn't just feature new hardware. They announced new software and frameworks that will make it easier for teachers to integrate the iPad into their curriculums and better interact with students for quizzes and such. Also, students now get 200 gigabytes of free iCloud storage that will help them keep all of their projects and homework safe. Not one to be left out of the March news, Google also released a developer preview of the next version of Android called Android P. The logo kind of looks like an upside down Beats logo. As a preview, we can only gather a glimpse of what Google has in store for the future of its smartphone platform. For one thing, the menus look very white with rounded edges. Also, they have embraced the notch in the top of the screen that first showed up in the iPhone 10, but is being copied by many Android manufacturers now, for better or worse. Android P allows developers some flexibility with the screen to use the space on either side of a notch. Uh, we will see how this version of Android develops as more betas come out. Uh, this really only serves to show developers the direction that Google is taking. In other news, did you ever own the original PlayStation 3 system? If so, you may be entitled to a check from Sony due to a recent lawsuit. The settlement appears to give claimants a $65 check. The basis for the lawsuit is that Sony advertised original PS3s with a computer function and that Linux would be bootable on them. Well, this function was available, but only for a short time period before Sony issued a firmware update that shut it down. They justified it by saying there were security issues with the Linux function. Anyways, Google it if you have ever owned an original PS3 system you may qualify for a nice little check in the mail. Now let's talk about the bizarre YouTube Kids app. If you aren't aware, Google offers a supposedly kid-friendly version of YouTube that parents can download on devices that their young children use. It sounds great in theory, right? Well, the execution has left them with a lot of questions to answer lately. First, some truly bizarre videos were found appearing on the app and were reported on beginning late last year. Some Reddit users dubbed this ElsaGate um, from Frozen. In short, uh, unscrupulous users were uploading videos of well-known children's characters engaging in truly bizarre and mostly inappropriate behaviors. YouTube has scrambled to contain the spread of such videos on their kids' platform even going so far as to hire a lot more moderators. But there are still big problems with the app. Recently, conspiracy theory videos have also shown up on YouTube Kids. Some really bizarre videos, in fact. Uh, one of these makes the claim that reptilian aliens secretly control the world and were responsible for the Holocaust. Yeah, I am not making that up. Uh, parents who allow their kids to use this app should just be extra vigilant and actually watch some of the channels that their kids are watching 
just to make sure these weirdos uploading these bizarre videos haven't invaded uh, their kids' channel subscriptions. For listeners in New York, if you're a fan of rock, uh, I'd highly suggest paying a visit to the Brooklyn Museum to see the David Bowie exhibit. It looks like a sprawling multimedia experience that pays homage to the man as both a musician and a performer. The exhibit originated in London and will be at the Brooklyn Museum until July 15th. So stop by if you're local. Well, there you have it. We made it through another episode of SoundHub. I want to pepper in these uh, news episodes um, at least monthly uh, with my other more in-depth episodes to keep you up to date. Um, on the next episode, I will be helping you navigate the confusing world of Wi-Fi routers and tell you about some cool new options out there. So stay tuned for that. Feel free to leave me some feedback via email at drew at soundhubpodcast.com. Uh, please subscribe and leave a review via iTunes or the Google Play Store. You can also listen via TuneIn, Stitcher, Amazon Echo devices via the AnyPod skill, soundhubpodcast.com, or your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and until next time, take it easy.